of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods, moving, and storage studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where debt is dumb, cash is king, and the paid-off home mortgage has taken the place of the BMW as the status symbol of choice. We help people build wealth, do relationships the right way, and get in a career where they can change their lives and do work that matters. It's a show about your life. It's called The Ramsey Show. Rachel Cruz, number one best-selling author many times over, Ramsey personality, and my daughter is my co-host today as we answer your questions about your life and your money. The phone number here is 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. Starting off this hour is Rob in Pittsburgh. Hey, Rob, welcome to The Ramsey Show. Well, Mr. Ramsey, it is a honor to speak with you. You too, sir. What's up? Hey, yeah. Um, I was wondering how um, my wife and I can incorporate your baby steps into our financial planning. Um, we kind of started off on our own, and then um, we found you. So we are trying to just uh, get that all integrated and incorporated. That's awesome. So where are you guys at, Rob, financially? What's your... Where, where are you guys at um, with just income and debt and everything? So actually, I am going through a job change right now from the construction field to uh, becoming a financial advisor. Um, oh, nice. And yeah, so we are on one income right now, and that's um, roughly 50000 a year. Okay. Um, we have, between my wife and I, we have $66,000 in our Roths. Um, we have 90000 in traditionals. IRAs, um, non-retirement mutual funds, we have about 44000 And cash, um, we have about 40000 as well. Okay. Um, so we have no debt um, other than our house, which we owe one seventy five. Okay. Dang, you guys are doing great, Rob. Well done. Yeah, thank you. Well thank done. You. Um, yeah, well, the... You know, the great thing about your numbers and you guys doing as well as you've done and being wise with it is that, you know, with the, within the baby steps, you're jumping ahead <laughs> many steps uh, all the right. way to, to, yeah, to four, five and six. Um, so continuing, yeah, to, to put money in your retirement and then looking to pay the house off will be your next big goal. Do you guys have kids? Yes, we have two kids. We okay. have um, two 529 started with for them, um, each with roughly $5,000 in it. Yeah. Um, but my, I had another just little question about the the mutual funds that we have that are in non-retirement. We are down roughly 11% right now. And uh, my other question was, should we wait for the market to rebound before we pull that um, and put it towards the house? I, I understand um, that that's the goal. Um, I just didn't know what being down right now. Should we wait for it to rebound or just kind of um, put it towards the house now? Well, you, so you've, accurately figured out that baby steps four five and six you do simultaneously so you have your emergency fund with the forty thousand in cash you're debt free except the house and that and you're putting money into your 401k putting money in the kids 529 and then any money we've got other than that we're going to throw it at baby step six which is pay off the house and that brings us to the discussion of them the mutual fund account with forty four thousand and that's down eleven percent so you're exactly 
you're asking the question, you obviously understand this. So you do know where you are. Mm-hmm. You know, you, how do we incorporate this? You just live the, you, you find out where you are in this process. And four, five, and six is 15% of your income into retirement, addressing kids' college and everything above that that we can find reasonably with intentionality, we put on the house. So I'm going to put the mutual fund on the house. Now, it is down 11%. Will it rebound? Yes. When? I don't know, and you don't either. Um, mm-hmm. By the end of 23, oh, I'd bet big money it re, you know rebounds by then, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, here's the thing I figured out: if you follow this process that has, so many people have followed, that is so proven, four thousand dollars doesn't matter. Okay. And that's how much this account is down. Okay, I understand. Yeah. If you if you make a mistake by pulling the money now and it jumps up eleven percent in Q one. You missed out on $4,000. Well, $4,000 doesn't make you rich. Right. Neither does, neither does in either direction, right? In other words, if you, if, if I'm it's wrong, nice. if, if I, if I'm wrong and you pull it out now, I'm not mad at $4,000. No, no, but, but it, it it's not, yes. it's not the definition of rich. Okay. Yes, yes. Yes. It's not even the definition of a good car. Okay. It's so it doesn't mathematically the arithmetic of it. It's not a, an emotional thing or a statement about wealth. It's a, it's a math thing. And so does yes, the $4,000 yes. matter mathematically? Yep in whether you become rich or not no it doesn't so you could do this either way and it's not going to make you or break you you follow me i do Um, so if you want to wait on the market wait on the market but i wouldn't wait too long okay we do have two cars that are both paid for worth about sixty thousand with where we're at now would you suggest to keep them or to get rid of them i suspect Um, your income is going to be over 60 Mm -hmm. once you get moving here right Right. Yeah. So I mean, that's that your your income being fifty is a temporary thing. It's not. It's right. not what your income is going to be for the next five years. If you told me you're going to make fifty thousand for the next five years and you had sixty thousand dollars worth of cars, yeah, you got two dead gum much car. But if you're going right. to make one hundred twenty thousand average over the next four or five years, which you are in household income, then yeah, you keep those cars. So you know okay. they don't. That's not thrown off. So mm-hmm. what would I do if I woke up in your shoes? As weird as it sounds, I would cash that mutual fund out today and throw it at the debt. Because I'm just now I'm going to get on target. I'm just going to be on target. I'm going to put blinders on. I'm going to submit myself to this program. I'm going to do this program exactly mm-hmm. and with intentionality. And, and, and I'm not going to sit and try to figure out some way to shortcut it and ride the market or something or time the market. I'm just going to get out of debt. Well, and get what's fun, Rob, off. is like just go on RamseySolutions.com to the mortgage calculator and start watching even that $40,000 you know, how, how much interest you save by paying off your house early by applying this money to yeah. it. And, and, and you can now versus three months down. later, though, even on that, it doesn't matter. Mathematically, it's more of a thing of I'm going to do this thing pure. Mm-hmm. And so 11% be damned, I'm doing it. You know, yeah. I mean, that's um, that's how I would do it. And, and in other words, here, here's another way of looking at it. What if you had enough in there to pay off your house, and but the market's down 11%, paid off completely? Mm. I paid off in about 30 seconds. Yep. There'd be no arguing with me about it. Yep. So why not take the 40 and go in and that the direction? Same principle. Yep. Know, yep. Same kind of mentality. But well so, done, Rob. Yeah. Man, he you was got like, it. Uh, we were going along and we found you and we decided to do your plan. What do I do? I'm like, well, you've got you've And then he knows the plan. He knows the plan like, better, than, better than a lot of people. Yeah. So better than people that I've been listening to you for 20 years and I just leased a car. You know, <laughs> he's not that guy, you know. So, um, 
Uh, just bought a whole life insurance policy and took out a new credit card. Oh, my God. Uh, but, I, but I believe everything you say, Dave. You're, you're, we, have, we get those calls. I love those All calls. All the time. Love those calls. <laughs> love those calls. This is The Ramsey Show. Most break-ins happen when your home is the most vulnerable in the middle of the day when no one is home. So I recommend Simply Safe Home Security. They're the best at what they do, protecting your whole home. Their award-winning system is backed by 24/7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day, half the cost of traditional home security. And my listeners get 20% off their system when they sign up for Fast Protect monitoring at simplysafedirect.com. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Rachel Cruz, Ramsey personality, number one best-selling author, is my co-host today. The Ramsey Gold Planner with George Camel, Dr. John Deloney, and Rachel Cruz helps you every step of the way in your gold planning for 2023. They sell out every year. Did they sell out today? Today? I don't. I didn't get word of that. Okay, they're getting close. Getting close. Yeah. You so left. Thanks just a few. Travel. Just a handful left. Yeah. We did two interviews. I mean, George did today about this. So oh, really? Okay. So you did, getting out did, there. did yep. some media hits. Yes, yes. But it's great. It's a great goal planner. It's not like, as one lady said, it's not a flimsy little calendar. I was like, no, no, no. no. It is a serious, a serious planner. I'm trying to get your mother to convert to it because she uses that flimsy little calendar from Walgreens. Yes, yes. That uh, day at a glance thing mm-hmm. or month at a glance, month yep. at a glance yep. thing. She's done that for like 40 years, I think. I think it's the same one. It's hard every year. to, what is it, teach a old it, pony I, new tricks? <laughs> an old me, me new trick, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, okay. Well, and, and it's different than just that, right? Like if you're just wanting just a simple calendar, you could print that off on Google. This is like, has content, has goal setting, has, I mean, it helps you through many areas of your life, not just well, it's got spir- spiritual part of your spiritual walk as yep. well. Everything financial, relational. That's yeah, right. There's something in there from uh, Dr. John Deloney, George Camel, Rachel Cruz every day. Oh, here it is. Yeah, all throughout the thing. It's a beautiful as well. Mm-hmm. It is a substantial yes. uh, goal planner. It's a year right. planner, and it will guide you and walks with you through the whole year. And they are very, very popular, and they do sell out mm-hmm. every year. So if you're looking for a great Christmas gift, uh, I would suggest you go and get that like uh, today. That would be my suggestion. RamseySolutions.com. Hit the uh, hit the store and get the uh, get the old gold planner going there. All right, Mary is with us in Toronto, Canada. Hi, Mary. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi. Thanks very much, Dave. Thanks. Hi, Rachel. Hello, Hi. Mary. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. How can we help? Um, yeah, I'm curious if you could just wanted to get some advice or your advice on some advice that we had received about a mortgage. And we have a mortgage in first place on our home. 
and then a line of credit that we don't have any, we haven't taken any money out, but that is in second place as a mortgage. And we're in a position where we can pay off that mortgage uh, coming up soon. But the advice we were given was that we should keep that. So we have a mortgage in first place, line of credit second place, and that would prevent anyone from fraudulently putting another mortgage on our home by keeping that, uh, those two first and second place mortgages on there. Where did this advice come from? A banker? The bank. (laughs) A banker told you you should stay in debt. What? Mary. And here's what's sad. This is a particularly ignorant banker. Not only because the advice is ludicrous, but it's asinine. Let me walk you through it, okay? Here's the thing. Let's say you pay off your house. Is it different in Canada? Let me say this. Is there any difference? Because she is in Canada, so I just want to throw that out there. I I, I cannot imagine that Canadian law allows fraud. Okay? It's not that it's allowed. No, 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 no. No, I'm answering Rachel's question. I'm answering Rachel's question. I jumped in, Mary. Okay, so if someone fraudulently puts debt in your name of any kind, including on your house, it does not stand. It gets removed, and it doesn't cost you a thing. You just have to go to the trouble of removing it. Mm-hmm. It's not like, and having a mortgage on your house does not protect you from that. They could it still it put. attractive was his point. Do what? It makes it less attractive for somebody to pick us. Yeah. Well, guess what? Mortgage fraud is not rampant in the U.S. or in Canada. It is okay. the most it is the most difficult kind of fraud to actually accomplish for a crook. It's a lot okay. easier to steal someone's identity and open up a credit card, like light years easier to open up a credit mm-hmm. card in your name than to do this. And so here's what you ought to do on the basis of this moron's logic. You should go deeply in debt and stay deeply in debt all through your life because then you're less attractive to identity thieves. <laughs> that, that's how ridiculous this is. You know, so no, absolutely not. And um, by the way, don't ask the fox about the hen house. I'm going to ask a banker if I should stay in debt. That's like asking a dog if it's hungry. Oh, my God. A hundred percent of the time you should stay in debt. It's what I live for is to put people in debt and keep them in debt. That's what Mr. Banker says. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. No, darling. No. It's amazing how they just play on the on the fear. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like. Like, that's, that's the interesting but, part. But, I mean, that's the best you got? <laughs> that's the best? I mean, it would have been... A, it, the argument that you keep your money and put it in an investment that makes more, more than money. your mortgage yeah, interest rate yeah. is at least logical in the argument's sake. <laughs> yes. This one is not even... This one's like fantasy screwed up stuff. I mean, no. The, the, the number of, of paid-for homes that get a mortgage placed on them... Um, fraudulently is approaching zero it is a very 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 small thing and if you're concerned about that type of thing you should have identity theft protection anyway all of you have in the states we would send you to xander insurance i'm not sure they issue it in canada but um i can't keep up with what canada does and doesn't no, do. well more. but the only reason is i didn't know if, if you're we right. were going to like mortgage law or like no, very it's specifics it, it, it's uh, you know that are different fraud is fraud yeah, and that's so right, if that's someone right. if someone so folks if, if someone signs your name and you know, without, that, without a power of attorney to anything and they put your name in debt 
you are not liable for that. There's zero times that you're liable for that debt. Yeah. How okay? So how would that happen? Can we just like go down that rabbit hole for a quick second to to have? It's a very complicated thing. I mean, you have to you have to sign as if you're her, and and then you have to record it at the courthouse on her house. Yeah. I mean, it's a complicated fraud. Yeah. It's very difficult to pull off because there's about three layers of stuff you've got to right. do very clearly. To your point, it's not just like a credit card. No, it's, it's very easy to do a credit card yeah. fraud. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, people do credit card fraud all the time. But right. The, the, the mortgage. Oh, look, 0.83% of all mortgage applicants are fraud. Less than 1%. Yeah. So there you go, Mary. Oh, that's the applications. And that's not oh, even. Yeah, that's fair. And that's okay. not even the. It was not even issued then. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So, Mary, so it's a non-issue. Yeah. So, so no, it, it, you're. It's, it's going to be like point oh 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 eight yeah, that right. it actually occurs, that's right? right? Yep. And so it's it's just it's a non-statistical thing, but if you're worried about fraud, and you should be, because there's crooks everywhere, you should you should get identity theft protection from Xander Insurance. Everybody ought to have that. We buy it for all of our employees here, all mm-hmm. of our team, all the Ramsey team members. It's a benefit of working here. It's one of our HR benefits. Because we believe in it that strongly. Because there's just something all the time. If you haven't noticed, they're stinking call me all the time on my debit card and go, is somebody using your yes. Is that you? Which I so appreciate. Is that you in Mexico? Yeah, I'm down there again. But I mean, it's golly. <laughs> but, it sounds so sketchy. <laughs> but Dave. Dave's Cabo trip. Hola, but, yeah. Dave. Hola. Hola. Uh, I do appreciate my bank, though. They're very on top of it in yeah. that sense. Like, I do get. Well, because it costs them money. Oh, yeah. Not you. Yeah. That's why they're on top of it. It's yeah, not, well, I it's, it's a not. It's not. They yes, they're service oriented, and that's not. It's yeah. good that they have some service, but it's it's. Don't, you it's complimented not, a bank. Well, How'd but that it's feel? it's really not that, that altruistic. I mean, because it's their money that's going to be lost, not yours. Yeah, they're trying to protect themselves by giving you service. That's the the thing, and you got to keep this amount of banks. But Mary, that's a that's a thing that comes up all the time, and. Um, or it doesn't come uh, up all the time. Uh, no, I mean, the, the fear of this runs oh, all oh, over the okay. internet. Yeah. I'm just really shocked that a banker actually came up with this as the reason to stay in debt, among all the other possible reasons that a banker could have given. This is this guy's really lame. So, I mean, he's like bottom fishing here, serious. But that's the way it is. And, and Glad it, you called, Mary. There's nothing. I, you know, I, I, Rachel, I've been doing this for 30 30, almost 31 years coming up on now here. And uh, it turns out that... 30 years from now when I'm not here and you're still doing this, the questions will probably be the same. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Ramsey Show. Rachel Cruz, Ramsey personality, number one best-selling author, is my co-host in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions, which, by the way, you should stop by and see us. 
when you're out running around and over the hill and through the woods to grandmother's house we go for the holidays and all that stuff come by and see us we've got uh, uh free homemade chocolate chip cookies free coffee free all kinds of good stuff over here and a big bookstore and you can watch the show being done on the glass every day live from one to four central between now and about the 22nd after the 22nd you're going to get best ofs but you aren't going to come around here anyway after that so um but yeah come around see us we've always got uh 50 to cut 50 to 200 folks standing around sitting around watching the show happen every time we're uh we do it live and um also, it's where the debt-free stage is, which is where Jerry and Brenna are standing on the debt-free stage. Hey, guys, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Where do you live? Dixon, Illinois. All right. Very cool. Awesome. Welcome to Nashville. How much debt have you paid off? 87000 All nice. right. How long did that take? 31 months. Cool. And your range of income during it that time? It was 99, so we should be about 135 this year. Cool. What do you do for a living? I'm a manager for an Ace Hardware rental department, and I sell power equipment like chainsaws and stuff like that. Cool. And I'm an office manager at Pest Control Consultants, a pest company in Dixon. All right. Very good. Good. Awesome. What kind of debt was the 87000 We had 30000 consumer debt, some credit cards, a loan to our dad, a couple cars, and then the rest was our house. Oh, paid off your oh. house. Wow. Guys, good for you. Yep. You're young to pay off your house. How old are you? I'm 37. 33. <laughs> Look at it, weird people. Yeah. I love it. Way to go, you two. Very cool. What's this house worth? About 150. I love it. Good for you. Very fun. How long you two been married? Nine and a half years. Okay, cool. But two and a half years ago, something happened. Oh, COVID. Yeah. Yeah, but other than that, <laughs> uh, what happened that uh, woke you guys up and got you on the path here? So it was actually uh, December of 2019. It was right after Christmas. I had a dream car in mind and I was entertaining the idea of, I think it's time for mom to get a new car and being the wonderful husband that he is. I mean, I think he thought, you know, this is going to be her life lesson. Um, I'm going to take her. She thinks she's going to drive it home, but we're not. <laughs> so we went anyways um, and we were actually in a, we were in a seven year term for our vehicle that we had. So we were going to go upside down in it. Um, very casual, want the car. He goes and figures the numbers comes back the payment's going to be more than our mortgage um it was a big pill to swallow and i'm like wow so we just you know casually we're like okay we're gonna think about it um walk out of there we look at each other and we're like this is crazy like this is crazy something has to change um and we had we had looked into doing this before we got our dvds from my dad years before that but this was the kicker um and we got lucky because COVID happened in 2020. So you couldn't go out and do much anyway. So that was extremely helpful. And that's where it kind of helped build the momentum. So, yeah. wow. Breakthrough. Oh, by heartbreak too, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're like, yes. I'm going to go get a new car. Yeah. Yeah. There it yeah. is. Yeah. I'm a car guy and I knew doing so many loans back in the day that I knew we couldn't afford it anyways but totally. she, she went so many dealerships with me I'm like I'm gonna go with her and just let her experience this yeah and, let her see it yeah okay so were both of you on board like what did you guys both leave and look at each other and say something has to change did one of you kind of feel it more urgent yeah she had more urgency? you know she always thought the idea of we shouldn't do car loans but you know then I brought her home it's my idea let's go ahead and do this now you know so I, I was actually two days before or two days after Christmas all the videos started popping back up on YouTube when I was working out and I thought I took it home to her. Let's do this. You know, now it's my idea, so it's a good idea. You know, yeah. So. <laughs> there you go. So. Google heard you right. and started yeah. like feeding you all the all sure. the content. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's so yeah. funny. Okay, so for the two and a half years, you said obviously there were parts that were 
kind of easy because it's not like you're traveling and going on vacation you did it right in the heart of covid and pandemic and quarantine and everything so what what was hard though like because now we're kind of back to yeah we're back to life and moving and shaking but you guys still were doing it yeah yeah, doing the plan for the first seven and a half years of our marriage we didn't have joint bank accounts so that was the hardest thing for me oh yeah stuff in my childhood just i was tight with my money so i didn't want to let it go but i think it was an episode i watched that first couple days before we started and somebody had came on and said something about combining your incomes is the only way to make it work and yeah i went home and said let's do it let's combine our income whoa man they just all in a lot of couples don't still it's like it's the pushback we get you know Mm -hmm. we get a lot of pushback on different things so how how it's did the that most change hate that you get for me personally? Yeah. Yes, people. And George Street calls some people not to eat out, and you because joint of accounts. Joint accounts. So what, how like, did it change your marriage? For something to hate on. <laughs> way better talking about money. You know, yeah. You know, so there's mm-hmm. way more. Is is more trust and everything all involved into it. So all of yeah, it. everything's yeah. laid out. There's no secrets, which I would say for the most part there wasn't at that point, anyways. But then it's just all right there in front of you. We're yeah. like roommates, mm-hmm. like you say. You know we fooled our money in and then we just blew everything else you know we bought our own stuff that we wanted to on the sides so. yep yep oh congratulations you yeah. guys thank you well thank you. done and with two kids yes. how, how was that because there's a lot of families that that listen to this show and are on that journey this one likes to go out to eat and have fun with the kids while yeah. i'm at work i'm so. the fun he's the fun sponge so um i'm the one that gets to do all that so that's hard because we have a friend that loves to go and do things and you know when the budget's gone it's gone and the yeah. kids understand that now too they'll you know if they want mcdonald's how much do we have left in the food budget? Can we go? Oh, oh, nope, not this month. We'll have to wait till it resets. And so they totally grasp it and understand how it works as well. Yeah. Even yeah. our daughter in kindergarten, her teacher came out and said, she keeps talking about this Dave Ramsey. Who's Dave Ramsey? Yeah. <laughs> so I, in kindergarten, she, you know, and they know when the budget's gone, yep. when does the budget restart so we can go to McDonald's or whatever. Yep. That's awesome. I'm, yeah. I'm big in the kindergarten <laughs> demographic. <laughs> Demographics, one of my big demographics. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Way to go, you guys. Thank so you. cool. Very, very well done. Hey, we got a copy of the Total Money Makeover for you and the Live and Give Bundle and the uh, Baby Steps Millionaires book because that's the next chapter in your story for sure. You're on your way. And a uh, one year membership to Financial Peace University. If you haven't been through it formally yet, go through it. Uh, if you are, give it all away. Whatever you want to do. It's the Live and Give Bundle. All right. Bring the kiddos up and tell us their names and ages. We have Aria. She just turned eight on Tuesday. All right. Hudson. He is five. Very cool. All right. So all the way from Illinois, have we been practicing our debt-free screen? We did watch some old debt-free screens on YouTube before we came down. So. Okay. So we <laughs> kind of got the format down. We, yeah. we know, yeah. Okay. That's good. <laughs> A little bit of prep. <laughs> Very fun. Well, the cool thing is, is that they're both old enough to remember that time that their parents during the pandemic changed their family tree. You guys are heroes. Well done. Very, very well done. I'm looking at uh, little kids whose mom and dads are heroes and changed their family tree. It'll never be the same because of what you all have done. So very, very cool. Beautifully, beautifully played. It's good stuff. Jerry and Brenna, Aria and Hudson, Dixon, Illinois. $87,000 paid off in 31 months, making 99 to 135 Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. Ready? One, two, three. We're debt-free! Yeah! That is how it's done, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, man, I love it. Very cool. So sweet. Very cool. Yeah, really. And they did... um, 
man, they, they paid off a lot of debt with that income in two and a half years. Yes, yes. That, that's like beans and rice, yep. rice and beans they right cut there. Everything. They were completely focused, completely intense, which is how you do it, folks. And if you don't know, the debt snowball is what, what these folks are using, and it's where you list your debts, everything but your house, smallest to largest debt, regardless of the interest rate. You pay minimum payments on everything but your smallest debt, and you attack it with a vengeance, like your freaking hair is on fire, like your life depends on it. You sell so much stuff, the kids think they're next. You're not going to see the inside of a restaurant unless you're working there. You and your spouse are locking arms, and there is no freaking vacations. No way, whiner. Get her done. you got to lean in and go scorched earth and knock it out. No, just I didn't like that. Call the ambulance and get it done. This is how it's done, right? You, you and two cannot, and a half years. Two and a half years. Two and a half That's years, it. man. I'm telling you, these people okay. were not moseying out of debt. They were running like their life depend on it, and now they're a hundred percent free, house and everything. Very impressive. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is exactly how you do it. This is the Ramsey Show. personality number one best-selling author is my co-host today steven's with us in california hi steven how are you good how you doing dave better than i deserve what's up it's an honor to get to talk to you guys today um my wife and i recently inherited an estate from a, a good friend of ours he was an elderly man that we took care of for about 13 years and he recently passed um and we're just nervous to navigate the probate process and the uh, the county office that looked over the will it's a handwritten will said that we shouldn't need an attorney but we don't know if we should get one anyways or or how to navigate it okay um what are the what, what is the size of the estate how much money is it uh, worth <clears throat> well the his bank account was not uh I was a beneficiary, so they said that that stays out of probate. Correct. So they, they just wrote me a check for that. Uh, there is a mortgage on the home of about 150000 still. It's worth probably three fifty, And then he's got a car that's worth somewhere around 10000 and just miscellaneous things other than that. Okay. Um, so you took the, uh, the handwritten will to the county probate department or probate office? Uh, the public affairs office is who wanted it. We haven't we haven't submitted the probate paperwork yet. Okay. And and he has no he has no next of kin. He was a single man. Um, we were the only ones that he really led into his life. Um, yeah. We were next door neighbors with him and and everything. You know, there, there's a couple hundred thousand dollars involved here in equity. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. So what would I do if I woke up in your shoes? 
Um, the fact that it's handwritten uh, doesn't invalidate it, but it makes it uh, have more potential uh, bumps in the road. It's not. Okay. It's not as. It's not as airtight uh, necessarily. It, it could be legally. I'm not saying it legally, but it just it it raises the you know people people uh, that you're dealing with are. So I would talk to a couple of probate attorneys in that county and ask them what they would charge you. Have you priced the service of having someone run it through? Uh, the one attorney I talked to, she said she was going to get back to me, and that was over two weeks ago, and she hasn't called me back yet. Okay. So that means you're not using her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't spend uh, 2000 or $5,000 to do this, but I would spend 500 bucks. And let someone else screw with okay. it. Um, in a heartbeat, right. I would do that. And so I would look for some because if it if it is as the county affairs officer told you, if it is a no brainer for it to just go straight through, it's not a lot of legal work for the attorney. But to have someone that knows everybody down at the courthouse in that area that Helps, can just yeah. walk down there and walk the thing through and knows the judge, and it's kind of like going to traffic court at that point. It's just automatic, right? Um, versus you right. walking through there and have never walked through this landmine before and do not know where the bombs are that you could step on, that would be me. I don't know how to do that. And so I would sure. personally, Dave, would hire somebody to go do that for me. So I didn't just, uh, it's worth, but it's not worth two or 3000 or $5,000 for something that consists of three whole assets, a bank account that's already handed off a car and a house that's mortgaged. Um, so right. I, no, I, I wouldn't spend thousands and thousands, but I would spend some money to have someone just uh, that that knows the path through the woods, so to speak. Sure. And then, do I keep his um, do I keep his bills current, or do I let that go into the probate process? What um, other bills like are the, there? Uh, his his mortgage, and then we just paid his car registration. Uh, we put insurance on his car because it's parked outside, and we don't want it. To, to yeah. get destroyed and, and yeah. or stolen and and you uh, lose the asset. So we yeah. Can, yeah, I would do those kinds yeah. of things, but um and if pay, if you don't pay the mortgage, you know, you're going to have to when you you have to catch it up uh later on. So what are you going to do with the house? Uh we might put a 15 year on it and and get it paid off quick and rent it. Um what's the interest we, rate? We were right now mm-hmm. um on that one I think it's percent i wouldn't bother to refinance it i would just pay on it oh okay just pay extra on it you can pay extra on a 30 and pay it off in six it doesn't matter so you don't have yeah, to restructure it, it. A, it's a lower interest rate than market the, so I, I would just keep it with being in his name though doesn't matter um and being a va loan doesn't matter with that oh okay doesn't matter he that's died he know. died the mortgage stays in place as long as you keep it current that's the law Oh wow, that's good to know. Yeah, the um, the deed okay. of the the standard boilerplate VA deed of trust does not allow them to call the note in the event of death of the veteran. It does. It just okay. uh, as long as you keep it current. Now, if you don't keep it current, they they foreclose on it, obviously, right? But so sure. I would I would just keep it current, and I would go get an attorney, run it through, and then let's get the thing paid off as fast as you can. You got a nice rental. How much more complicated would it be if he had family that were going against the will and it's handwritten? Oh, well, all of a sudden you've got litigation costs now. Yeah. Because you've got, um, you know, you've got a dispute that's got to go before the judge, and you probably, I don't know, it might be fifteen, twenty thousand 20000 bucks now because you've got to fight with 
Because of it's being specific, handwritten, like instead no, of no, no, just because you got to fight. If anybody wants to fight it, okay, just call. Because I'm just thinking, like, see, mama- the problem with the justice system is it has nothing to do with justice. It has to do with you got to pay to fight, even if the other person has absolutely no case. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm thinking about like Mama Bear legal forms. How easy it is to get a will mm-hmm. right online and mm-hmm. and do you know do a state specific will, and how much more complicated it is when you don't have a will or, you know, a handwritten. Yeah. It's like they're in the middle, right? Do you, yeah. Like it's the how much it stands up in the legal process it'll stand up just fine as long as it meets the exact same guidelines but it does put it more into question if there's a dispute mm-hmm. because you know what, what are they going to say they're going to say this yeah. guy you know th- this guy steven he, he you know my, my dad kind of had alzheimer's and he went over there and befriended him and talked him into writing this thing out by hand and right uh, it's, it, it just lends itself more to the narrative of some kind of yep. something like that yep. if, if somebody wants to argue about it yes yes um and you're more likely to have done it wrong mm-hmm. the, because wills are state specific and um a, a written handwritten will is legal in every state but what is required, whether it's a notary, whether it's three witnesses, a witness, those are different in a lot of states. Yep. And so it's not a blanket federal law that dictates what a will has to contain to be valid. It is different from state to state. Um, and I'm sure California is weird because California is weird on everything when it comes to law. <laughs> right? All California laws are weird. And the other one that's really weird is Louisiana because they're French-based law rather than English-based law. And so you get all kinds of wacky stuff in Louisiana, too. Um, and, and, you know, and then you've got stuff like Texas and Florida where they just don't even have any laws. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but it's much more wild, wild west in those areas. So it, a lot of, there's a lot of good legislation. I'm just joking around. But <laughs> the thing is, it is very different. And that's why you need the rest of you out there listening need to go to Mama Bear Legal Forms. But let's just say again, because I don't want to get like 73 lawyers sending me hate mail. A holographic, a handwritten will is 100% legal and airtight if executed properly according to state laws. The only thing that could, the only, the only negative about it is, or the biggest negative about it is, one, you could have done it wrong because handwritten means you did not get help usually, and you might not have the right number of uh, witnesses or whatever. Two, if someone wants to argue about it, it lends itself more to the argument that to so the story some, that, it, yeah. that a, a weak old person was unduly influenced in some way, right? You know, by the crazy stepmother or the whatever it is. You know, right. the, the, the arguments that people always have. So, what we always tell folks to do is get a professionally done legal will, uh, legal will for your state from MamaBearLegalForms.com, and then. If there are relatives, and this gentleman didn't have relatives, okay, but if, for the rest of you out there, we're just going to use this as a teaching session here. Tell everyone what the will says. Go ahead and have a reading of the will while you're alive. So if you're going to piss someone off when you die, go ahead and do it while you're alive. <laughs> to just take tell the wrath. You're doing cocaine. You oh get gosh. nothing. <laughs> just tell them, okay? Your cocaine ha- habit gets you kicked oh out gosh. of the will. Just go ahead and tell them now. And that solves it. And then when the cocaine addict shows up and wants their cut later, after you're gone, it keeps it down the lawsuits. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey, it's Rachel Cruz, co-host on The Ramsey Show. If you want to do your debt-free scream live on the show, visit RamseySolutions.com slash debt-free scream. We'd love for you to come to Nashville and tell Dave your story. That's RamseySolutions.com slash debt-free scream.